Could have been your mom, my mom, grandmother, uh, aunt. 86-year-old woman from Clinton Township was exiting uh, the Salon Inspire and Day Spa in 15 Mile and Hayes uh, back in mid-January when she was run over and killed by a snowplow driven by a man that we now know to have been highly intoxicated. Um, He is now facing serious charges. Uh, Macomb County Prosecutor Pete Lucido joining us live this morning with really one of the most infuriating cases we've seen in a while. Pete, good morning. Hey, good morning, Guy. Good morning, Lloyd. Listen, uh, this is tragic. And and, and it really, I mean, in all the years of practicing, you start to realize that uh, the accused in this case, and he's innocent until proven guilty, has at least 12 driving while license suspended convictions. Twelve? Twelve. Twelve convictions. In fact, he has been revoked, should have never been behind the wheel to begin with. The second thing is he has three prior operating under the influence. Could be drugs, alcohol, but in this case here it was drugs. And it was not just cocaine, but also methamphetamines, and benzo, and and it's not just small amounts. In addition, the equipment on the vehicle was, to say the least, there was violation after violation on the vehicle. The window was impossible to see out of. Why was that? Is it tint or that just hadn't scraped it? it It was the dirt and the debris all over the passengers and the driver's side window. And I look at this because I lost my mom the last three months. Mm-hmm. And I see that this is somebody's mother, grandmother. This this could be somebody's wife. And there's a senseless death here because backing up this vehicle that did not have the, 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 the siren to back up just to put her in harm's way. But here she's an innocent bystander in the middle of the afternoon at 1230 and gets run over and then rerun over when he put it in forward so she's backed over and then she gets um uh, run over again going forward no chance at all guy no chance is it is it your suspicion pete given the the, his blood alcohol level at 12 30 that he'd been drinking most of the morning while working no it actually wasn't drinking in fact the the pbt was administered and they came back 0.00 but it it's drugs, drugs operating while under the influence could be drugs also. And in yeah. this case, the results came back positive for drugs. Now, the, 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 the irony is who gave him a job to drive this truck? Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With that and, driving and, record, how they, well, for their own liability, if they're a bonded company, and who would hire that landscape company without evidence that the drivers uh, are properly licensed? Yeah. And it goes on because the violations for the vehicle, okay, number one, the the, the person that is employing this man uh, is got a uh, allowing an unqualified driver to operate the motor vehicle, registration and plate violation because the mm-hmm. plate was expired, fuel line violation, wiring violation because there was no protection on the wire, no proof of insurance, no emergency equipment. <laughs> Just go on and on and on, registration and plate. And and here's the reality. When you put somebody in a vehicle and you're employing them, and this is a very heavy-duty truck because it's plowing snow and it has that big blade on it, what are we doing? 
what is it that we're trying to accomplish here? Because this this was an un, in my opinion, should have never been on the road. This vehicle, no, let alone no proof of registration, no proof of insurance, and no plate. I mean, it's a violation of all the laws that we're talking about to even put this thing around. So, if if um, if it was not in alcohol intoxication, how does yeah. this become more difficult to prove in court? Because we know that drugs can hang around in your system longer than alcohol. Alcohol, you can be pretty predictive at what the level of intoxication was in that moment. Is yep. is yeah. it is that a more difficult case to make when it involves illegal drugs? Hundred percent. But we have a driver's recognition expert, and if those that don't know that. These are people that have been trained in the field of ministering tests to show what their like their motor skills and their reflex skills. And in this case here, the amount of drugs that were in the system, the three different types of drugs that were in the system, coupled with the way the windshield was coupled with, I mean, the fact that not only running her over backwards, but going forwards over her again. And that's when people started blowing the horn in the parking lot. And the witness that just did her hair, this this witness out of the salon was looking right at the whole thing and oh, saw the God. whole accident occur. And at 1230 in the afternoon, and then there was an admission guy. By his own admission, he had indicated that he used drugs just prior to the event. Wow. So, you know, it, my story is this. If you're going to be an employer and you put somebody like this in a vehicle to do this type of activity, I would hope that our legislators would put a law together that would punish that individual because this person should have never. I mean, just drive, just a mere fact of doing a driver's record check mm-hmm. would have shown he should not be licensed to go behind a wheel. Absolutely. Because he has no license. And prosecute. And prosecutor, I was going to ask, you know, do judges, because he's had these previous run-ins with the police, you know, with, uh, you know, driving under influence and other things. Do judges have a discretion in these kinds of cases, or do we need laws that ha- make it mandatory? You know, I don't care if it's your first time uh, that you are driving under the influence and you have drugs in your system, because you have all of these people who, who you know, this guy is charged as a habitual fourth offender, you yeah. know, if he was not on the road and maybe he was locked up getting some type of, of help, maybe this woman would still be alive today. Take it a further step, Lloyd. Look at what's going on here. He had an open warrant, an open warrant, which means he, he failed to appear in a courtroom out of, out of I think it's uh, Roseville or Frazier. In addition, I want everybody to realize you're talking 12 prior driving lights and suspended in a courtroom and four prior Drinking-related offenses and/or drug-related offenses, in addition to other convictions. So, how does that happen, and, Pete? Help help me understand that because when you've yeah. got that, when you, how many bites of an apple right. does a guy get? So, how well, does that good. happen? And who? And I mean, I'm not looking to persecute any judges or anything like that. I just don't understand it. Here's the reality: if the if it deals with this Ferris wheel that the legislator took up, you remember driving while license suspended. Once you get on that Ferris wheel, mm-hmm. people need to drive by necessity. But what is happening is individuals, even though they are let out of jail on driving while license suspended because they find this to be a moving violation as it relates to taking care of business with the Secretary of State. I don't look at just those guys, and there's 12 of them. There's yeah. a lot to look at. Yeah. But I'm looking at 
this person has been previously convicted of operating on the road under the influence of drugs or alcohol and been convicted four prior times. What's it going to take? Yeah. I have no clue except this person should never get behind a wheel, and they do. But there needs and, to be, if, and, if we have habitual offender laws, Pete, then, then yep, yep. We, we need to make sure that those are strictly enforced. Yeah. So that we don't, we, we, need to, we need to shut the Ferris wheel down. All and this I, time, I, I can tell you, these are two 15-year felonies. OUID, operating influence of drug causing death. Driving while licensed, revoke causing death are two 15-year felonies. And Lloyd, like you said, coupled with HAB 4, which is habitual 4, that's anywhere up to term of years of life. I mean, maybe this is the time it shuts down once and for all. Again, if that was my mother, I would be asking, how in the hell could this have happened? Right. Well, if that was, you know, I mean, I can tell you um, her family is going to be talking with attorneys because of the civil liability and the exposure here. Yes. To the commercial property owner, the owner of the landscape company, and the driver involved, is it would be pretty extreme. But I got to ask you: talk to your former colleagues up in the legislature in terms of being yes. able to go after the employer that hired this guy without doing due diligence or ignoring it. What needs to be done? What, what kind of a bill would you like to see? Because we're privileged to have many of those people listening to this broadcast. Mm-hmm. You know, guy, I, I look at it this way. Um, somebody took the life of another as a result of their derelictness and just, I mean, taking the life of another because this individual woman, innocent, 86, getting her hair done in the afternoon for the week, you know, Bless her soul. now I got, I got to, you know, I got to confess something. It's this justice doesn't look very good through the eyes of the victims that are now survived by this woman. No, the system the failed daughter, that woman. The daughter and everyone else are going to say to me, Mr. Lucido, how do we get justice now? Yeah, yeah. And I look back and I say, there's not a law out there that can bring mom back, but there better be some landing spot where at least the punishment now fits the crime. And there needs to be some tentacles because, you know, there are some people who, attri- who contributed to this by hiring him and, and having him out there doing this work. I got to tell you, that's that's spot on because now the legislature can say, if you're going to hire somebody to operate, this is a a commercial vehicle, commercial. If you're going to hire somebody and not do a record check, not have insurance on the vehicle, not go ahead and properly plate it and everything else, you're both involved with this. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but they're both involved. Yeah, and there needs to be some criminal culpability there in addition to the obvious civil liability. Pete, right uh, we'll be watching the case closely, and do keep us informed, will you? Always. And guys, have a blessed weekend, okay? You, you as well. And enjoy it out there. When we come back, uh, we just had the, the former ambassador to Cuba confess that he was a spy for the communists. Now here's a different question. If you buy a Chinese automobile or a, an automobile with Chinese software in it, is it spying on you personally? That's what the president and some of his followers are saying. We'll get into that next on JR Morning at 649.